Welcome to the Moon Room. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2024. I hope everybody had a lovely holiday season. I've been gone. I just checked for like a month almost. So yeah, I'm excited to do the show. This is a really packed show today. So, you know, get your cups of tea, get your snacks, settle in, get a pillow, you know. Also pull out um, interwebs or tarot cards because we're also going to be going over that today. First, I want to acknowledge, though, 2024 has started out with a fucking banging black dumb, <laughs> black dumb, black dumb. So much is going on right now. Part of that, actually, I'm supposed to talk about. So, well, there's a lot going on in black dumb, and y'all can Google that shit if you want. But specifically, something that happened right before the new year, the color purple released the remake of it, the musical. So I have not seen The Color Purple and I will likely not see The Color Purple, not because I have anything against any of the actors. The actors and everybody involved, you know, get, you know, mad respect from me and I absolutely love y'all. But that movie traumatized me as a kid, as I'm sure many little black girls were traumatized by. And so I just, I don't have it in me to like reintroduce myself to that story or that world anymore. But there is something really important about The Color Purple and how it just came out. All right. Y'all know, remember that dream I told y'all about? Um, okay, so it was sometime last year, but I was in a car and then I think the car, like I had a dog in the car with me and then I got to a building and the building had like a line going up it, like a, a kind of like waiting outside of like a venue in New York City. That's kind of like kind of what it felt like on just the stairs and I run up the stairs and then when I turn around and look back, it looks like where I'm actually at is like the set in the musical Hairspray, well, the movie Hairspray, right? Okay, so in that dream, I'm there and the dog jumps out and I'm trying to use my memory. Um, I start getting pings on my phone from people talking about something going on in Brazil. Y'all, the color purple just came out, right? Like last month, or no, it came out on Christmas. Okay, it's an old timey musical that turned into a movie, Hairspray old-timey musical that got turned into a movie but didn't Beyonce just go to Brazil and like went down for like a second <laughs> apparently but like she went down to Brazil in the sh in the dream I'm exclaiming that something big is going to happen in Brazil or that there's all this attention or something big is going to happen down there Beyonce ends up going to Brazil around the same time as the color purple is releasing old-timey musical my dream literally like Y'all, it's, yeah, so that's alignment. I, I just felt like that was something that people might want to know. That's just really interesting because my dreams have been getting more crazy lately. So that is just one piece I want to share. The next thing I want to talk about is a reading that I did for myself on December 22nd. So on December 22nd, I, it was at nighttime. I sat down and I was like, let me just play with my tarot cards, right? Let me ask the tarot cards who is here with me. And I haven't done that in a while because I don't really need to use cards for that. But I just felt like just playing with the cards. So I was shuffling them and I didn't even draw normally how I would draw. That's what's this so crazy. But anyway, I ended up like splitting the deck. I just split the deck and the two cards that were on each side. I'm asking the cards who's with me and the devil card pops up and the hanged man card pops up. So everybody go and look online at these two cards put them side by side and if you have cards pull them out so yeah the devil card pops up and the hangman so i'm sitting there i'm like wait a minute y'all like who did i just talk about 
on my like last episode and the last few episodes was like quote the devil lucifer sam archangel uh zafriel is whatever so i'm like that's interesting i'm looking at a picture and it's like the devil is with me okay <laughs> but then right next to him is the hanged man now the first one that comes to me is odin in that card but also jesus the christ because it's the it's the i mean obviously like they hung jesus but odin hung himself upside down on the what idrasil tree or something and um after nine days of like starvation and all the stuff he becomes completely enlightened okay jesus gets hung on a cross reaches enlightenment apparently somehow okay like through the death that's what they claim so either way two people are talking about this one card to me right i pay more attention to the fact that it could be jesus the christ because when you put them right next to each other here's the devil and here's jesus and i'm just been talking about how this one is the other one's father so that is what brings us to the big topic of what i'm going to talk about today which is the fallen angels and where did they go and the answer was they're still here at the same time though y'all because it's like holiday season and it's like binge season i had started watching the exorcist show there's a remake well it's like an it's like a remake slash expansion of the exorcist movies and I, I fucking love this series by the way like everyone should go watch this series prophetic as fuck i think by the middle of those first season though i started felt like i was getting download information a big part of the show is about these people this like elite set of people like way up in the church like in the vatican actually seating down like doing some sort of spell ancient spell to get the archangels or the fallen angels you know the demons get them seated into hosts essentially being like possessing people but it's like a positive thing for this elite group of people right but essentially what that's doing is giving demons walking bodies but you get to see like two different ways of exercising a demon which i hadn't even considered before but like the first one is where you do the very masculine version which is you tie the person down and you strap them up and like you're throwing holy water on them and you're yelling all kind of whatever the exorcist scriptures are <laughs> whatever and essentially you know there's a lot of pain and shit that a lot of times is involved in exorcisms there's been exorcisms that have been questioned obviously of whether or not they were crimes committed against the person whether or not it was really a mental ill person doesn't matter so the right in this movie though they show us another version of how people exercise and it's a group of nuns y'all this show came out in like 2017 long before my ass even knew anything about any of this stuff like i was not I just found the show in 2023. So like a lot of what I've shared with y'all was like just sitting in the show. I couldn't believe it. So of course I like binge through both seasons like immediately. But like in the show, there's another way that they show that, that they can exercise. And it's a group of nuns and they use love, y'all. They use love to exercise demons out of people. And they go up to them. They, they don't strap them down. They just cr create a circle. They offer forgiveness they continuously say you are forgiven and eventually they do apparently be exercising these people from love now this that doesn't always turn out the best for them but in that moment i i saw i saw a whole lot of what really i think happened here on this planet when it comes to fallen angels and demons these beings are one in the same you know the demon used to be an angel is kind of what they say but my big question was okay well 
why why can't they leave like i i essentially got kicked back in my visions or whatever because i've been getting this download for weeks now at this point to the sumerian stuff anki and enlil right so consider you have the two brothers anki and enlil remus and romulus um poseidon and zeus whatever right god and the devil or lucifer they have a falling out I was told it was over a woman, which I was like, this is ridiculous spirit. The, the Like Troy style, that it was actually why they fell out was over f- women. Because Enlil is mad patriarchal and he was trying to instill that permanently here in a new race of beings. But I don't think Nibiru is actually like, like that on its own planet. I feel like I was being shown that he Enlil was trying to create a godship for himself on a planet that he, like, that wasn't the purpose for it. It had to do with the fact that the angels, the, quote, fallen angels, were trying to enlighten the human women. They did that in multitude of ways, right? Some call them the watchers, but they were the fallen angels. What made them fallen is that they were trying to enlighten the women. So, like, that's what caused the rift, We've already established that Lucifer was a being of light. What does light do? It informs, right? So here we have 200 potential watchers under Anki who are essentially enlightening the human women. Granted, they also made all these babies that ended up being the Nephilim and all the crazy horrible. Like, so they're stuck here. They're stuck here, right? Enlil essentially does something to to make it so they can't leave this planet. The big question I have was like, why can't they leave? Why can't they go back to Nibiru? Because if they are the, the biblical fallen angels, then that means this is the actual underworld that they got cast down into. Demons are just the contra of an angel. So a, a light being, its contra is going to look like a demon. That's why like the devil card looks like that and then like but then lucifer apparently showed himself to me as looking like aaron pierre so it's like a it's a two sides of the same coin so when the bible talks about god casting lucifer and the angels out of heaven it's essentially like he's casting them out of like spaceships because like whole ass cities were existing in the sky this is what mount olympus is in the greek tales or roman yeah greek tales one of the whatever mount olympus that's the heavens that's where these ships were and the beings they can go they could go you know up and down back in their chariots on their quote pegasus you know a flying horse on a dragon whatever the fuck it looked like to the people on the ground they were able to go up and back it it wasn't a very magical thing that happened that like they just got cast down here and then like the ships left (laughs) so like they can't leave here they're stuck here and i was supposed to explain that too like as if um, like Earth is a prison for them to Nibirans. And a way that we can look at that is given an American corporation exists here in, on on this continent, but then they have like a headquarters in Antarctica because none of us fucking go to Antarctica. That's how like impossible it would be for like if you were the brother that, uh, if you're Anki and Enlil decides to take the whole company all the workers, everything to Antarctica, to the headquarters, but like it's Antarctica. So you can't just like get to Antarctica easily. So Enki is essentially stuck in America at the corporate building there and everyone else is in Antarctica. That's essentially what it's like for them here on this planet. 
distance to Nibiru. Like it's impossible for them to get there. I was asking questions like, aren't they multidimensional? But there must be some shit where like, it's almost like say you did could get, you know, a ship to Antarctica, but like you're the enemy of the state essentially. Is it is it even worth it trying to go? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm shown like those people in the corporate building here would probably just take their losses and not actually <laughs> try to break those lines. They can't get to Nibiru, whatever magical shit they have in their people. They can't do it from here. They, I think they need like ships or whatever. Okay, but the point is they're stuck here. <laughs> After I watched The Exorcist show, I happened to get HBO because I, I have not had HBO for like, since I've been here, like two years. So I haven't, I never saw the House of Dragons show, the Game of Thrones, what is it? The, it's like a prequel. Yeah, fucking love that show. I binged that show so fast, like I went straight through. But while I was watching it, I got more download. So at the very beginning of the show, the like ancient Targaryen man or whatever, the godfather of them all or whatever, he is making a statement, like a narration or something. And they say the only thing that can tear down the house Targaryen is the house Targaryen itself. But like that's so important because I think that that's actually what happened with these angels and the longer I kept watching the show the more they're like showing you know to Targaryens with the white hair um then they're showing the Valerian cousins that are black people with white dreads they just kept showing so much of that in terms of like relation to the other people so the Targaryens are the ones who have this like special connection to the dragons granted I think the the like secret there is that they don't really have that connection but like for the sake of the whole this story to, to everyone else to all the other houses they have some sort of magical connection to the quote like the natural world they can ride on dragons they can control the dragons they can raise the dragons the dragons are their you know their house creature but they have a mystical connection to them whereas everyone else with their own little animals that they have in their house coats or whatever coats of armors you know the stag all that these people don't have these houses don't have magical capabilities with them so as i was watching i was like oh the tar i like said it out loud i was like oh the targaryens they're just fairies <laughs> and spirit was like ping keep watching yes and i was like oh shit like wait how are the targaryens actually fairies like they are the fairy people and then the more i kept on that vein spirit just kept downloading more and more and more finally until i heard it a quote from my own dream remember that dream y'all where lucifer came to me as sam okay one of the other characters in that dream was the pirate captain from pirates of the caribbean and he walks up to me and he says we are the targaryens so here i'm sitting watching house of dragon which i have not seen game of thrones in years because i was so mad at the goddamn uh the the final as we so many of us were i was so mad and that's why it took me so long to even like try to watch house of dragons like i didn't I had no intention of watching it. Therefore, like, I had no connection between Targaryens and, like, fucking fairies and Pleiadians. Because aren't the Pleiadians the one with the blonde-ass white hair? Right. Okay, but the thing is, Pleiadians are more than just white skin with white hair. They also have black Pleiadians. Just like there are black Targaryens. They're just called Valerians, right? I think, yeah. But they're Targaryen cousins. They are also the same blood. I'm sitting there watching, and I hear, we are the Targaryens, and it's literally someone from my dream from the divine trying to explain to me that everything that happens with the targaryens is what happened with the fallen angels they're all a family like the targaryens when you see by the end right like they've gone through 
madness like in their family like so much crazy shit has happened in this in this one family but by the end they're like sitting around a table and the you know the i forget his fucking name but the king Ares, i think he, he's got like half his face eaten out by by some sort of i don't know syphilis it could have been that's what eats your skin out <laughs> but whatever the fuck is eating his face off he sits there and and i love this scene because he's so authentic in this scene just like i want you all to see me as i am but i also want us to come together and love imagine that is like on you father of enlil and anki essentially bringing them to all together at a table the same way that eris did with all the different parts of house targaryen we are the targaryens this literally is what it has been it was just a falling out so my biggest question was well then okay well if there's 200 fallen angels how many not fallen angels are here so like your archangel michael your archangel Raphael, all the archangels and the ones that the church like really raises up, not ones that were like humans and then became saints or whatever when they died, but like legit ass archangels. How many of those were their spirit? I asked that question, right? I don't have a number. <laughs> Deep in the like higher ups of spiritual religions, there's probably that information and there's probably a number of how many fallen angels are here as well as the not fallen, but the ones that are still here. Okay, so the question is like, why are they still here though? I asked spirit, I'm like, well, why? If the fallen angels were trapped here, and it's a prison, essentially, then how come Archangel Michael and Raphael and Uriel and Jabriel and Ariel, all of them, Japhael, why are they still here? And that was the big thing that Spirit wanted me to see is that angels and demons are the same thing. The archangels who are here are also the demons who are here. Your demons are your contra selves. So we all have a demon. Other cultures call it a daemon, or it originally was called a daemon, but like it is literally just the inverted you, the most darkest version of you. That's why people are so afraid when they call, like, well, people who don't work with Archangel Michael and Archangel Michael gets called on them or whatever, and it sh to that person, it feels like some demonic shit might be going down. That's because that's what is called his shadow. There's a whole other movie that got made as well. I've been watching so many movies, y'all, and I, they're all included in this. But there's a movie that came out, and it's I think it's on Netflix. I don't remember which one it's on. But it's a horror movie. I fucking love this movie. It's about this girl who they don't know where she came from. She, her, her parentage is of some mystery. But everywhere she goes, she someone always dies and gets hurt or whatever. And by the end, you realize, you find out that it's her shadow that she is what I keep saying I am. And I love this, whoever wrote that movie, because I felt like it was a, I love you, whoever wrote that movie. <laughs> but like, they were showing essentially that this being, she sees herself as an ain't, as angelic. She's kind, she's loving, she's all the positive things of like a good person. She's, you know, she's like kind of docile. Like she's just, you know, girl next door. But like her others, like her shadow is what they called it, is literally a demon and going around and doing all kind of shit. But like, right around her and she has no concept of it but she also can't die like it it just when she dies it just resets her back to like wherever the fuck they actually she's some sort of ancient demon person but she's not a demon she's a she's what these things are what i keep trying to explain the archangels they i don't even know where the term archangel came from they're just all um nibirans that's what the archangels are they are nibirans nibiru people it's why they have wings that's the ancient, uh, if you look at the, the pictures that ancient Sumerians drew of 
or not drew, but they carved of the Anunnaki, that's, they always, they had wings. They could fly sometimes. And then they didn't, I think they could put their wings away when they didn't want to fly. That's what an angel looks like. It's also what a demon looks like in the devil card. Archangel Michael's demon is your worst nightmare if you get, if he comes to you and you, like, as an enemy, essentially. So when people call an Archangel Michael and they say, like, Archangel Michael, you know, protect me, consider it's his shadow that's going to be the thing that's, like, dishing out whatever the fuck it is. I mean, death, maiming, I don't know, whatever. There's so many things that Archangel Michael can do. That is what Lucifer is. <laughs> but Lucifer is the king of them. So that's why so many people are afraid of Lucifer, because as much as beautiful as he is, an angel of light, his other side is very, very, very dark and terrifying and can do some horrible things. If he's trapped on a plane, if this multidimensional being of light and dark gets trapped on a plane, which is us, 3D, where his light body can't be, like it can't, he can't experience, like he can't manifest his light self, because remember how I explained to you all the dimensions like Earth, uh, Earth is moving constantly um, up and down dimensions. But like back at the beginning of this time, when all this would have went down, we were at a higher dimension. So these beings could walk around and like take up and fly and all this shit. I've explained this in other places. So he gets trapped here. Him and the 200 fallen angels get trapped here in a place where they can't actually upshift their bodies to where we see light so they're here interacting on both like on both sides none of us walk around seeing the devil with our eyes right but we also don't walk around seeing lucifer the angel with our eyes and no one has laid eyes on archangel michael granted i feel like archangel michael is who came to me in my last car accident and like helped me <laughs> um and that's a whole different story so i feel like i have i've seen people have seen what archangel michael looks like when he apparently chooses a body to come into all of these beings can do that so they say that you know the devil can choose a body to manifest down into but he'll likely choose a beautiful one to manifest down into because that's what he actually looks like but archangel michael could slew your whole village at once but he's not considered a demon i, I just want us to really look at that because every one of us has the potential to be our conscious self fully so a big message here, you know, we are the Targaryens, don't become, <laughs> don't become like us, or we can look at it as more like we're just mirroring what we know. This, this family of beings, Anunnaki's from Nibiru, they had a falling out and a bunch of them got stuck here. But the humans are the ones who decided who was good and who was bad, not them. So that's why my biggest question also kept being how the fuck can I be working with Archangel Michael and Lucifer at the, like, how is Lucifer take, taking care of me and Archangel Michael is how are they not fighting? Because if you look at the Targaryen dinner table in that one scene, they are still at their core, the just, just family. So the longer Nibiru has been gone, the more time it's, they've had to like get on the same side, put it that way right? For the sake of this planet. They're beings of light, but they're also beings of dark. They're just balanced out beings. 
and they can choose to, you know, be in their ego or not. Because we all, no matter what planet you incarnate on, we still all have that duality that we have to work through, the higher self and the lower self. It's just humans. It's different for humans. So by the time Nibiru comes back, the humans, hopefully, the point for what they've been trying to do is to finish what they started when the angels got fallen or whatever, which took, has taken millennia because, I mean, they wiped out all the humans. <laughs> and then, you know, you have to, it's, it, this whole place is, is more than just humans as well. I think I've explained too that after the flood, there were other things here that survived that weren't human. In fact, I was actually, this is another channel, that um, the ones who were in the ocean, I've told y'all that there's portals in the ocean. Like that's, that's a thing. The ones who could went through those portals to get off the planet. And then they come back once the planet, you know, stabilized itself, right? So this planet always had more likely non-humans than humans at some point. But because this is a place of karma, a lot of intermixing happens and a lot of wars and shit happened. A lot of civilizations were able to literally leave the planet if they didn't like it here no more. Humans can't go nowhere. We're, and that's the point of what the fallen angels are trying to do is to help humans be able to get off the planet. When Nibiru comes back, this planet is going to go through a, a massive destruction period because the gravitational pull and all that shit, it's going to come very close to the earth. It's why throughout, and I'm sure Zachariah Sitchin, I think he is even the one that said this, but like all the different apocalyptic times that we've had in this planet's history, we can consider that at some point, whenever they've seen the flying disks in the sky, not only is that the ships of Nibiru, but Nibiru itself approaching the planet. So the planet goes into like mass natural disaster and chaos for like however many years that takes for Nibiru to like go around and away again. So maybe that's why we've had like crazy ice ages and you know you can see all sorts of stuff in, in the planet how so much shit has changed over like billions of years. That planet does keep coming back and it's like I said we still got like 1300 years until it gets back. But the point is is for humans to be able to ascend to a point where they can join the galactic family of aliens, <laughs> this sounds crazy, but whatever, upshift us enough to be able to get off the planet because every being that is given consciousness like us on any other planet, they must also be able to get off of their planet at some point. That's, like I said, the evolution is from the ground up. So we start as little things in the ocean and then eventually we become space people. But the more you have outside things or even internal things like a Targaryen, you know, war of dragons between each other. There's actually a good line that I wrote down. There's from the show. There's no war more bloody than a war between dragons. I mean, the war between the Anunnaki, between God and the devil and the fallen angels and God's angels or whatever the fuck, like that war triggered such a kickback in the progression and evolution of humanity that like we see now what has happened with humans for so many, forever and ever. Amen. So everything that is dark also has an opposing light, but everything that is light also has an opposing dark. Your job is to get right with your shadow. Your shadow is part of the karma that gets dished out to other people. So especially if you are a, a powerful soul, like if you, you know, there's some people that are just, um, that just are more powerful spiritually than others. Just, it doesn't make them better. It just is. And so there are some people here who have very strong shadows. My shadow is very strong. <laughs> I love it. Like when I found this out, I was like, 
literally lighting candles to my shadow. Like, I want you to take over, shadow. I'm so grateful for you. I love you, my shadow. You are a bad bitch, shadow. I don't care what the fuck you do on my behalf. Like, I gave my shadow full reign because I also have given my life over to my higher self. So the two of those are in cahoots at all points, and I'm the one in the middle. And then you got your inner child, too, that you got to work with. But your shadow is what will do the work for you. You don't have to do anything to like, quote, seek revenge on people or do anything like that. It's just your own other side of you can do that for you, but you must get good with it. The way that people are experiencing a lot of their shadows right now is as toxicity or as, you know, very egoic things, unhealed points in their lives. Once you sit down and you can actually talk to the shadow version of whatever the situation is in your life, right? Talk to that person, get, tell them that you love them the same way um, in the exorcist show, how they were exercising demons just by using love. The more that you can let your shadow know that you love and accept it, no matter what it is in your life, when we call those like demons in your closet, get right with those demons. Don't try to exercise them away because that's impossible. Get them in balance with you. Make them work for you. So like I have made a lot of what people would call um, like uh, just like lower vibration ways of being. I have made those, the ones that I know exist in me, work for me. So like they will always feed my light and then it will make my light stronger when my shadow goes off and does her, her own thing, which I kind of like seeing it like that, <laughs> when she does her own thing, like, and dishes out karma on my behalf, and not just her, because obviously I'm surrounded by like my actual spirit team as well, and they are their own beings, each, in, each having their own light and dark with them. So those are your ancestors, whatever guardian, quote, angels are with you, you know, spirit animals, other versions of you in other dimensions, um, Let's see, lost loved ones, would I already say that one? Um, people that you've met in other dimensions and other lives that have agreed to help you in this one, like all different, there's a whole different plethora of what your spirit team could look like and who could be on it. But know that every single one of them have a light and they also have a dark, a contra. And you can work with any, either of those because they have agreed to like assist you in this life, in your ascension. And the only way for a human to ascend in this life, because humanity is so stuck in its ego and its own darkness, we believe that the world we're in is dark because we got told that this is a dark world. Our Bible tells us the fallen angels got cast out of heaven into a world of darkness and they prowl the world of darkness looking for hosts to take over. But like that is the most evangelical shit. But that the thing is though, like that enters into the human psyche and so the humans believe that this is the worst place to be, and therefore we make it so. But if you reprogram your mind and be like, all right, Shadow, you experience the, this place as the worst place that it can be, and you take that information and feed my light so that I can experience this as the best place that it can be, because I can do one or the other. I can decide to live in my light and experience joy, happiness, and everything of abundance and love, or I can live in my shadow and let toxicity and like everything that is low vibrational, not taking care of your body, not taking care of yourself, not taking care of your mind, being cruel to other people, gossiping, how you treat others, it also plays into your own vibration. So 
if you want to live in that vibration and only experience the darkness of this place, you can, and we will all leave you to it. But for the ones who want to experience what Lucifer was actually trying to help people see by waking up the Eve, by going ahead and making Jesus, by going to try to help him, you know, take his power back while he was in the desert, all of the ways that even the fallen, when they were trying to enlighten the humans, if you want to experience what they were actually trying to show you, then you can do that and surrender all of your control to your highest self. Because your highest self, again, is the one that's already ascended in the future. You will ascend at some point, all of you. It just could be a million years before you do. You might reincarnate at the same place over and over and over again for a zillion years until you do it. But eventually, we all do get back to source. That's where I came from. So I know it's, I already know it's there. It's happened. So your higher selves are your future you. Call on that person to help control your life and give the reins of your shadow over to your shadow and just be like, higher self, you and the shadow work together. And I got to do shit. All I got to do is like lay back and rest and, you know, drink my water, eat my fruit, drink my tea, mind my business. And there's life and, and have fun <laughs> and love. So I hope this was a helpful message. There was so much in that today. But yeah, the big thing is that your demon is your contra self. The devil is just the contra of Lucifer, the angel. Archangel Michael got the same one. It looks the same as the devil. And so beware to anyone that gets Archangel Michael called on them. <laughs> but all of them, like I said, have that. And just, you know, remember that we mirror what we know. So humans are just mirroring what we've already seen happen in the gods, the ones we call gods. How all of the Olympic gods had all that drama and shit all the time. Like they always were a mess. They're a mess. Like, and I would sit and wonder like, well, how is God? How are they so, so fucking up all the time? They're all backstabbing each other. And this one's sleeping with this one's wife. And this one is over here trying to throw a sword in him. And like, they're so fucked up. They're just like people because they are. They're not God. God is the one source that we can all pull from. But once we materialize down into here, we materialize with ego and shit, with duality. Every being that's here has that same struggle. No one is perfect. We are mirroring the Olympians. We are the Targaryens. They are the Targaryens. Bless Droja R. Martin for even like getting that download and essentially recreating on some level what already happened. Yeah, so... I hope this was helpful. <laughs> I love y'all so much. Uh, Blackdom, we got to chill with all this craziness. <laughs> it's kicking off 2024. Like I said, strong. Again, we're a family. So, you know, there, there's going to be trials and tribulations in that. There's going to be divides and stuff. But we all should must come together in love at some point, I think. You know. All right. I love y'all so much. <laughs> Bye.